0: Welcome to Dishin' the Daughter and Daddy podcast. I'm Regan.
1: And I'm Mike. Daddy-daughter Disney travel talk meets fun and friendship.
0: Coming up on episode four of Dishin'
1: All aboard with listener Star Wars train mail. Why
0: is Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground so awesome?
1: Top three Daughter and Daddy picked their top three Disney characters.
0: Daughter and Daddy special Star Wars outside of the park.
1: Our special May the 4th theme segments, Walt's Wisdom and the Extra Magic Minute.
0: Please keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside of the podcast at all times, because your ride is about to embark.
1: Welcome back to Dishin' It. I'm Mike.
0: And I'm Regan.
1: May the 4th, such a special day for Star Wars fans. I'm sure lots of families watched a few movies uh, this weekend. Regan, did we see any movies?
0: We saw the first two so far.
1: Yeah, we saw the first two in the Clone Wars series. And I got my special Brampton Beast autographed jersey, Jabba the Hutt, here. Do you see that, Regan? Yes. Regan's looking at my jersey right now, folks at home. But I got uh, my signed David Valerini uh, Mm -hmm. shirt He's one of the assistant captains on the Brampton Beast, which is in the East Coast Hockey League, and he was having a fantastic season before it got kind of cut short. He had 71 points in, I think, 60-ish games, 31 goals, having one of his best seasons of all time, and I got his autographed Star Wars-themed jersey, Jabba the Hutt. And listeners, you might be able to see it a little later. We might have a picture or two of it up on the website. But happy May the 4th to uh, all the listeners, uh, the Star Wars fans at home. Big day, isn't it, May the 4th, Regan?
0: Yes, it is. <laughs>
1: yes, it is. Yeah. So um, why don't we kick off this Star Wars-themed Episode 4 It with listener train mail. Sounds like we got some mail. Regan, why not open it up?
0: Have a letter from James from Ireland. His, what does it say? His question is, What is baby Yoda related to Yoda?
1: Okay, thanks James from Ireland. I see we have some uh, Ireland fan. That's really cool as we start out here. Uh, but uh, James, thanks for your question. Is baby Yoda related to Yoda? Okay, so well, I don't know if we know what Baby Yoda's name is yet. And Baby Yoda's from the Mandalorian, Regan? Yeah. Yeah, so we've watched a few of those episodes and just adorable Baby Yoda. But uh, I do not believe Baby Yoda is related to adult Yoda. They're in the same species, so the same type of character, I guess. Uh, but adult Yoda would predate Baby Yoda because the Mandalorian sort of comes in halfway I think after the Empire Strikes Back that's sort of where it sort of ties in or where we would watch it so I think Yoda's been around far before baby Yoda but same species and looks like same type of power so that's really cool. Thanks James from Ireland for the question that is fantastic. Uh, Listeners if you have questions you can email them to it to us at dishnetpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, you can even send us a question on our website, www.dishknitpodcast.com. So feel free to contact us. We're happy to try to answer your question and, uh, you know, gear episodes towards what you're looking for. So Regan, episode four, we are here and we got a little bit of a Star Wars theme, but we're going to kick it off with the Fort Wilderness Resort and campground Uh, now we have stayed there what are your initial thoughts of the Fort Wilderness campgrounds I love it you love it you love it okay all right great so we're gonna get into it and we're gonna talk about what we loved right Regan yes okay I'm gonna uh well the listeners you know what the drill I'm gonna give you a little bit of the parent info off the top and then we're gonna break it down what we love so much and we we loved it didn't we Regan yeah Yes. So the Fort Wilderness uh, campground is sprawling 750 acres big. It opened in uh, 1971 and currently has 799 fully equipped campsites and 409 air conditioned wilderness cabins. We stayed at the wilderness cabins, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Yes so whether you bring a tent or a trailer or decide to glamp at a rustic cabin fort wilderness is a truly unique experience in the family of disney resorts with beautiful pine trees and lush veg- lush vegetation we truly thought we were staying in the wilderness the sites are situated to give maximum privacy yet you are only a short walk to the bus and yes uh, families at home the resort itself has an internal bus system Uh, to get you to the main hubs Uh, Parks are accessible via the Disney transportation bus system and Magic Kingdom is a lovely about eight-minute boat ride away and we thoroughly enjoyed our boat rides There's lots of unique outdoor themed activities like archery fishing biking boating and there's a tremendous food options available there as well well, Fort Wood Wild- Wilderness is a great experience for all, uh, so we feel it really benefits those families of five or more looking for an affordable resort experience. The campground supports up to 10 people per site, and the wilderness lodges can support six adults comfortably. Uh, what are the prices, families, uh, you may ask? Well, let's look at a family lodging uh, for two adults, two kids say 12 and seven. Peak season will go say mid December uh, 2020 for seven days, six nights with no discount applied. So, again, Disney usually has lots of discounts. So, this is just their no discounted price. Your total lodging cost can range from $648 to $1,300 for a camp trailer site. Okay, so there's a wide range in there between $600 and $1,300. Mm-hmm. A rustic cabin which can sleep six, would cost between 2900 and 4400 Just to re- reiterate, these prices are in peak season without any discounts applied. So Fort Wilderness provides some of the best values to large families or those seeking a two-bedroom uh, room lodge at an affordable cost. So uh, now, Regan, we stayed at Fort Wilderness. We stayed in one of the cabins uh what are the benefits of Fort Wilderness? What jumps to the top of your mind?
0: Um, there's golf carts.
1: Golf carts. Okay, so let's talk about the golf carts. That's one of the funnest things. Did you enjoy the golf carts? Yeah. What did you enjoy about them?
0: Well, I liked driving them because I like having the window open and sticking my head out because I like the feel of the wind.
1: Yep, so, th- we could, so they have a front cover, and you can stick your head out and... um you know, get a lot of wind as you're booking around on the golf cart. Now, did you drive the golf cart at all? No. Yeah, I think you drove a little bit. No. Okay, Grayson so we're, the kids are not supposed to drive the golf cart, but, you know, Grayson did, and you actually did a bit um, on my lap, I believe, and a little bit on your own just around the actual um, site we were at. But it was fun. Now, for families who've been on cruises, it's mu- your golf cart is much like your door, at the uh, on the cruise, so y- you can decorate your golf cart, and that's what differentiates your golf cart from others, um, because you would drive it to say go to Magic Kingdom you would drive it to where the bu- uh, the boat is and you would park it there and just it helps you remember which golf cart is yours when you come back if it's all nicely decorated and lots of people had really cool decorations all over the golf carts didn't they Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Now golf carts are, are an extra $62 a day so just factor that into your cost. They're not needed but they're definitely a nice uh, add-on. So Regan, what did you think about the cabin we stayed at?
0: It was I liked the wood i just like the look of wood
1: yeah so what, what what about the wood did you like
0: it kind of looked like trees were inside of it
1: yeah so the the cabins were really cool they're rustic so you actually think you're in a log cabin of sorts and they got all the amenities tv um fridge stove they got everything and you have um, a private bedroom and then you have a pull-out uh bed as well or did you have yeah you have a pull-out bed and you had your own room as well right with bunks didn't you yeah yeah so for grace and regan so everybody had their own sort of space it's really cool and a great affordable price um what else did we like at uh, this resort
0: the hoopty do review musical
1: yeah so the hoopty do review the the show we love it Dan. where is that where's that regan where's the show
0: at pioneer hall
1: yeah okay so pioneer hall is is near it's about a five minute walk from the boat to Magic Kingdom. I have even less than that. And uh, it's great. We love the hoopty do review. How many times have we been to Hoopti Do Review?
0: Two or three times. Yeah,
1: two or three. We can't even count because we love it so much. It's great there. The food's good, but the show is fantastic. What are some other things?
0: The boat ride to Magic Kingdom.
1: Yeah, so we love the boat ride. You're there out on the water. You get a nice boat ride, unique transportation mode into Magic Kingdom. So it's a lot of fun uh, and it's peaceful. You get to relax on the boat and the boats come about every 10 minutes. So it's pretty quick turnaround there. And like I said, it's an eight minute boat ride across the lake.
0: And there's giant turkey legs.
1: Uh, yeah, so <laughs> good, good, call there, Riga. So if you like to walk, if you're one of those people that like to walk around with a giant turkey leg, and just like go to town on that, this is the place for you, because you know it's it's just everybody's walking around with giant turkey legs, and it's a lot of fun, and they taste really good. And another thing we like there is uh, they have pony wagons and sleigh rides. Now we did. We did a Christmas sleigh ride and we got a unique Christmas uh, uh, sleigh ride pin. I think there's a, only a couple of thousand made for all the sleigh rides for the year. So we had a unique pin for that. So it's really cool to get to be able to do that as well and you know, get those special Disney Easter eggs that uh, sometimes are the pins. And you can rent boats and bikes there as well. Did we rent a boat? no didn't we go out on a boat ride i think we did yeah we did yeah so regan's having a foggy memory this morning <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did rent a boat and grayson i think grace did you go on the boat or did grayson grayson yeah so grayson and i we rented a boat and we took a tour of all of the lake which is really cool just putting around in the boat uh disney actually has uh patrols on the water so you have to follow the rules and be careful and uh Uh, Just be respectful and you don't want to fall in the water for a variety of reasons. So you've got to be respectful on the boat, but it's a lot of fun to get there, get out on the water and it's really affordable. You can also fish as well. Um, Great fishing holes there. And they also have a Chippendale campfire sing-along. Did we do that? I don't think we did do the sing-along.
0: No, but we did a rodeo.
1: Yeah. Oh, we did a rodeo. Yeah. Was that fun? Yeah. Tell me about the rodeo.
0: So there, there is a big setup. Chip and Dale were there. Okay. And um, there, there is a smoke off. So people were making ribs and stuff. Yep. And we were eating there.
1: Oh, okay. And w- so we had ribs, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yummy. Well, that's good. I guess one of the major things that this resort is known for is it is pet friendly. So if you have you know, that dog at home you want to bring, this is a resort for you. They have sections of it that are completely pet friendly. So it's great to bring your little dog or your big dog with you and just enjoy the atmosphere. Lots of great trails to walk on to walk your dog or to go biking on or walking yourself. And I think one of the things that we discovered there is when we were booking around in the, in the uh, go-kart, w- who did we see? Did we see some family, yeah. Yeah, who, who did we see? We saw Auntie Anne Marie and Uncle Bill, yeah. Yeah, so they were there, it was really cool. They had their uh, so, so they spend uh, uh, the winter uh, in Florida, and we saw them there. And they were there in their trailer, all set up, and it was great to actually go in and see family. Um, and you, so it's great if you have a to, to meet family while you're there and. The sites are huge, so it's really cool. We got to spend some time with them as well.
0: There's also a tennis court.
1: Oh, tennis court! Yeah, I and mean, we like playing tennis too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else about uh, Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground?
0: No, not what I. Th- not anything that I think.
1: Okay, so so folks, it also has a nice swimming pool there with a slide, just like all the Disney resorts do.
0: Okay, Daddy, enough, enough you can go on about this for days let's move on to our top three walt disney world characters
1: all right uh so folks you know we got to keep the show moving and i'm cut off again by my daughter but that's just that's just what it way it goes all right so we're gonna move into our top three and our standards of excellence are the third star second star first star so let's begin regan with our top three disney characters
0: so my third star is R2 D two.
1: Oh, great choice. Why'd you choose R2 D two?
0: Well, he's really funny. I like in the second episode. He pulls off um uh C three PO's head and attaches it back to the body his body. Yes. And I thought that was really funny.
1: Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's in uh that would be second episode of the clone wars so uh, good choice regan like that and maybe tonight we'll watch the third episode we'll see yeah okay um all right so sticking with the star wars theme i'm going to talk a little bit about my third star it is boba fett and you're like you're like why boba fett well i i loved boba fett when i was 12 years old I absolutely loved him thought he was the most fantastic Star Wars character. He was mysterious. He was strong He had rockets. He could fly. It was just awesome I actually had the action figure when I was a kid Boba Fett and uh, now with Mandalorian we get to see a little bit more about um, His race now for the Star Wars fans they know Boba Fett was a clone so he's not a Mandalorian technically but uh, I've learned that now and uh, he was my one of my favorite characters as a kid. So that's my number three star. Regan, what's your second star?
0: Stitch from St- Leo and Stitch. Oh,
1: great choice. Yeah. So why Stitch?
0: Um, I like his color blue with the purple ears, and he's really cute.
1: Yeah, now for those that might have saw our video uh, of us in the studio yesterday, or two days ago he's actually sitting on the table here we got our blue stitch stuffed animal which we b- bought at disney so my number two star i'm going i'm going completely opposite here i have princess sophia the first
0: <laughs>
1: why, why, why laughing <laughs> i can't pick a princess
0: i thought you're gonna pick aurora
1: no i'm picking princess sophia the first and you know why I have a picture with her and her smile was so bright and I will be posting that up shortly but I have Princess Sophia as my number two star just because she made my Disney cruise experience so special when she came and visited us at the table so that's why we met a lot of characters from her show at that time but because we don't get to see her that much I thought it was really special so she's my number two star so Regan who's your number one Disney character
0: Rapunzel.
1: Oh, yes. Okay, so tell me about Rapunzel.
0: Um, she has glowing magic hair and tears, technically. Mm, Anna. she's my favorite.
1: She's your favorite. Now, do you like watching her movie?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. How many times have you seen her movie?
0: Uh, over 10 times.
1: Yeah. And now that is the Tangled movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 10 times we watched it two weeks ago, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So... Big fan of Rapunzel. She's got nice hair, right? Yeah. Just like me. <laughs> no, you, you don't have hair. I don't have hair, for her. she whispered into the mic. There. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so good. Um, so my number one star, sticking with Star Wars here, folks. So I'm going with Yoda. Yoda as my number one uh, star. My favorite Disney character is Yoda. Love the wisdom love the talking and just like every other fan out there you're just waiting for him to light up that lightsaber and just go to town on somebody aren't you you're just waiting for that so he's a very endearing character and that's why I've picked him as my number one star yeah good job Regan So folks, we're going to wrap up the top three stars now, and we're going to move into our daddy and daughter outside the park. So Regan... It's May the 4th. We've had a busy weekend watching some Star Wars movies. Did you enjoy the Star Wars movies? Yes. Yeah. So we, we tried to get through them in chronological order, which is pretty challenging at times because there's lots of ways, I guess, you could watch the movies. We chose to watch them in a chronological order of when they were made. So we started out with... Um, uh, episode 1, The Phantom Menace, and then we were going to do Attack of the Clones, and then Revenge of the Sith, and those are your Clone Wars. You can then, like for families, you can fit in Solo, and maybe the Star Wars Rebels, and Rogue One, and then you can go into the New Hope, Empire Strike Back, Return of the Jedi, so on and so forth. But it's it's really hard, like there's lots of different ways you can do it, but we chose to do them in sort of chronological order so we're having fun doing that yeah yeah and what else is going on Regan
0: well uh COVID-19 and school well at least our school board got extended until um May 28th I think
1: yeah so you'll be out of school until May 28th which is probably for folks at home highly unlikely they're going to bring kids back for two weeks in june there's really limited value to do that at the risk of uh potentially delaying school reopening in september um it's tough right because you want to get back to school to see your friends yeah no Mm. you don't want to go to school but you want to see your friends
0: yeah i love school but there's a lot of socializing
1: yeah, and the, the socializing is good for us, though. These mm-hmm. were social creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's, <laughs> so, folks, this is live, and, you, you know, this is the reality. Is Sometimes we get trapped in our house, and we have to get out and talk to people because it's what makes us uh, human, and building relationships is really important. And you know what? We'll talk a little bit about that when we get to our Waltz Wisdom segment, I think. Okay. Anything else going on?
0: Mm, No, I don't think so. No,
1: that's about it. Okay, so, yeah, this segment, when we actually get outside the park and actually are allowed outside, it will be fantastic. Right now we're trapped inside, and uh, it's, you know, schoolwork, movies, playing games, board games, things of that nature, and maybe even washing the car if we can. So I think, Regan, uh, we're going to move on to um our next segment which is waltz wisdom now think believe dream dare is a foundational disney quote and the inspiration for our waltz wisdom here we take a disney quote and talk about what it means and how we are going to apply it so would you like to go first Regan, or would you like me to
0: uh you can go first
1: i will go first okay so my quote is Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. And this is from Yoda in The Empire Strikes Back. So, luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. What do you think this means, Regan?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: So, I think Yoda is saying that us as humans, so that's us here, that's all the families at home. We are enlightened beings. So, we're not just... Um, robots. We're not just creatures that work off of instinct, but we're we're enlightened beings and we're not crude in our in our makeup of what makes us up. So I think what Yoda's saying here is he's calling us to a higher expectation, to a higher standard. We're called to be better than what's around us. That's a very uh, God-centric. I think that we're called to lead, to be good examples, to be enlightened, to make decisions that are in the best interest of other people. So when I think about what's going on around us in the world today, is we shouldn't. We shouldn't be driven by our base instinct to go to the beach and get a tan. We shouldn't be driven by our base instinct to go out and congregate with a bunch of people outside in large gatherings. I think what Yoda is saying is that we're called to make enlightened decisions that support all of us as people. And so... We need to do what's right, as much as we can, as often as we can. Not only for ourselves, but for the greater good of all the people. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. So that was my quote, Regan. I'll get an applause. What's your quote?
0: My quote is from Talon Karad, and he's not in the movies. He's in the novel and he's in the novel Her to the Empire. This is what he says. I've found what most people call luck is often little more than raw talent, combined with the ability to make the most of opportunities.
1: Oh, okay. That's, that's heavy. So, what does that mean to you?
0: Um, well, luck isn't... There's no such thing as luck, but usually luck and is talent or just taking advantage of opportunities
1: yeah so i is i think hard work factors into that certainly we get what we put into it more often than not if we put nothing into something we get nothing out of it if we work hard at something generally we're gonna see fruits of that so i think that's the case here i'm going to read it again i found that most people call luck is often little more than raw talent combined with the ability to make the most of opportunities Mm. yeah so i think you know everybody has a talent right and some have a few more than just one but we all have talents and i think just like my quote luminous beings are we is we're called to use those talents uh for the greater good of all of us Okay, just not us as individuals, but all of us as society. So I think those are two great quotes, Regan. Good job. High five. Ah, yeah, that's right. Okay, folks, we're going to uh, wrap up our Waltz Wisdom segment. And I think it's time, Regan, that we, you know, we've had a jam-packed episode four here. I think it's time that we wrap up episode four of Dishin' It, the Daughter and Daddy podcast. I hope listeners enjoyed this episode.
0: Me too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So what do we have in store, Regan, for episode five?
0: Uh, let's talk about... Disney's new Star Wars galaxy Edge land in a, in our top three resorts.
1: Oh, that would be great! So let's talk about the new Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge land and you know our top three resorts. Yeah, that would be fun. I I, I think I think I have some in my head already. <laughs> um, so great, listeners! Um, in episode five, we are going to also give you detailed information about how and when Walt Disney World will reopen, and we'll look at the Florida parks. Uh, protocol for reopening in the different stages and we'll give you a snapshot of what you can expect when the parks reopen so i think we should sign off here from studio a113 listeners you can find all the latest news and updates on It on twitter and facebook at It podcast and Dishnet is also on instagram and youtube as well and families as always we reward listeners who listen to the end Big thank you to Mrs. H. for allowing us to record this podcast, and thank you to Kevin McLeod for the great music.
0: And thank you. We hope that you enjoy listening to Dishonet, the Daughter and Daddy podcast. Please remember to think, believe, dream, and dare. Good Goodbye, family. family, and may, may the fourth be with you. Be with you.
1: Regan, do we have a Star Wars Extra Magic Minute?
0: Yes, I know you love Jabba the Hutt. Did you know who played him in The Phantom Menace?
1: Um, no, I'm not quite sure who played him.
0: Jabba the Hutt is a puppet and they used a special effect to make him. So in the movie credit, Jabba the Hutt is played by Jabba the Hutt.
1: (laughs) That's awesome Regan, great easter egg, too funny. Goodbye.